All right, here we go. Night number two of this whole election. Still no results. Biden is up a lot, but Trump is making the argument that it's unfair and it's rigged and, and somebody's cheating. So I don't know. Uh, as you saw, if you're listening to this, you probably know, like the feed, I put out an episode with, um, with uh, Eric Patrick. We still didn't know anything, but we were, you know, we, we kind of branched off a little bit and we still had a nice conversation. Eric is just a good, uh, good buddy of mine. We always catch up when he's in town. And I uh, hope you guys like that episode. We try to break it up based on the election. And I don't know if you've noticed, but there was no real concrete results. It just all the numbers are, you know, state to state. Things are, are still being counted. And um, so we, I don't know. But I guess the good news is we, I'm, I'm doing another episode this week. And today's is with uh, Russ Green, of course, one of my just, you know, me and Russ pontificate. If you didn't listen to the last one, I got some notes on the last one from women. I got some questions about the last one from women because Russ and I talked about women and relationships for three hours. Okay. And um, I definitely enjoyed it. I tried to, it's funny, I tried to do a disclaimer in the episode and it meant, I don't think it meant anything. I think people just hear what they want to hear, still got some, you know, two dudes talking about women, that's not, okay, all right, so how about this then? How about, I'm just going, we're just going to talk, whatever comes up, comes up. If you get offended, if you get offended or if there's something that we say that you don't like, try to remember that this is supposed to be comedy. And we're not talking about anybody in particular. We're also not trying, like we don't live off you being offended. That doesn't make us happy. So just know that. Write to me, okay? Write to me. Send me a send me an email. Hey, listen, I, I was listening to the to the to the pod. You guys were talking about this, and I am am this, and I will probably email either a uh, maybe an apology, maybe an apology, probably not, but. I'll email something to the effect of, hey, listen, you know, we, we just do these these shows to make people laugh. So if you took offense to it, that's that's on you. It's not it's not on us. Um even when I was doing the disclaimer, I was like, it, uh, this doesn't matter. No nobody that's gonna be offended at this is gonna hear my disclaimer and go, Oh, okay. Well, he, you know, he, he, he didn't mean it. No, 
The fucking people that... Anyway. Anyway. Because Russell's about to be in, in in a second. And I don't want to be... I don't want to be hot. So. Two fucking days, man. We still don't know. Two days. Uh-oh, I just got a text. Facebook says it will take more steps to restrict the flow of election-related misinformation. Oh, okay. Thanks, Facebook. Thanks. Thanks for waiting two days after to take action against fake information, Facebook. Fucking billionaires, man. Cocksuckers. All right. Russell will be in in a second. You guys, hold tight. Be right back. Do you take the trash can with you? That's everything you said. Go ahead. Do you take the trash can with you when you move? I mean, you could be that petty nigga if you wanted to. You know what I'm saying? You could take you could take whatever you want. They're gonna take that shit right out your security deposit. No, I mean, but <clears throat> I don't know. Not the trash, like the like trash can for the for the garbage people to take. I mean, the trash can in your in your house, like you know, or wherever you put it, under your kitchen or under your uh, your sink or whatever. Yeah, and the kitchen, the kitchen trash can is what I'm talking about. That's the primary trash can in my house. I don't have, have that in it. I guess all you functionally need is a toilet trash can for those baby wipes, you know, keep that ass clean. Yeah, and but... And then kitchen trash can. I, mean, I don't have a bedroom trash can. I don't know. I, I think I bought new trash cans when I moved here. Something looks different about your face. Oh, you've got glasses on. Yeah, yeah. How often are you wearing glasses these days, Tim? <laughs> I just got them last week, man. Oh, nice, dog. It's a good look for you, dog. Officially, yeah, man. I needed, I needed something, man. It's, it's... I like the look, yo. You got the square frames too. The, yeah, the brother Malcolm, brother Minister <laughs> yeah. going on. <laughs> you look like you just need to be stroking your beard and like you know. Offering wisdom and shit to niggas, dog. On the accentuate. I just got them to <laughs> accentuate my my round ass my round ass head. So it's good, dog. It's a good. Yeah, I know. I know the honeys have been like, "Hey, Tim, what's up? What's good, Tim?" Dog. I told you. <laughs> I had I no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I was pricing braces and everything. I've been in the <laughs> nigga. Oh, I got. Nigga. Gl- Ooh, I got glasses. I put Just that picture it. up on my on my one of my dating uh dating apps. Yo. <laughs> right away. <laughs> the caliber of yes. um attention. I was like, yo, I can get this. <laughs> some I of them no dating idea. apps. I, yeah, I had no I had no idea. I have unlocked the the seven through eight. Or seven through nines now. Yeah. You just, believed in yourself more when just one of them reached out. I, your confidence I skyrocketed, dog. Now I you can have. shoot for tens all I day. 
You know, I don't think I need tens though. I, I think I feel like tens. There's something to a ten where it's like, how much do I have to do? Like, what's you sound good? like one of these niggas. It's like I don't want to be a billionaire. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. But Tim, that ain't it, you man. A 10, dog. <laughs> See, b- being a billionaire is. I think I'm old enough now to be a billionaire. You know what I mean? You ever thought about that? Like, if you think about how much money, like if you got rich when you were younger, how right. how fucked up would your life be right now? You would have blew the million. Let's be honest. We would I would have blew, I would have blew 10 million. If I had 10 million in my in my 30s, like I like I wanted to, I would have blew that shit. I I used to have this fantasy about being rich when I was young. We all did. But then I saw what happened to Kanye and I was like, I would have definitely been Kanye because I was that type of asshole. I had that level of arrogance. You know what I'm saying? I had, I had, I didn't have the wrong people around me, but I had the people around me with the wrong ideas about what it took saying to get women. And so with the money, it would have been trash. It would have been, it would have taken me a lot, a lot longer to get to where I am now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's what. I, yeah, like I, I think I think Kanye is gonna have his like nigga wake up call at about like fifty five, fifty seven. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. When his kids are out there grown, he's like, "What the fuck, niggas are animals?" You know, <laughs> all that silly shit. <laughs> I don't know about him, man. I don't can't think believe I ran for worse. president. I think he's just gonna get worse, man. Yeah. I honestly do. I honestly think he's only gonna get worse. Where do you go? Well, from, where do you go from announcing your bipolar and then running for president? Where do you go from there? It's not. I don't think that people with that are impacted, you know, shouldn't have the opportunity to run for office. No, but that's I, not it. That's not what I What I will I mean. say is that what concerns me about Ye is that he's aware that he has an impairment and that he's chosen to avoid therapy. And that's what I mean. What's like, gonna that's a, happen? Those kind of people scare me. It's like when alcoholics go, "I can kick it." <laughs> See, I can kick this hair run. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, so you're it's not all gonna good. Get no meeting. Just no, gonna get no, a little I'm taste. Gonna, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna do a little bit. From, that's the yeah. problem, yo. So he's fucked me up last night watching uh, "This Is Us," dog. <laughs> been watching that shit. You know, I love "This Is Us" because it's it's a beautiful story about a black family. This Trojan horse into America's households through a white Ooh. family that you give yeah. a fuck about. You know what I'm dog, I they don't give snuck a fuck. it in. So that's the fuck thing. Your blind baby. You I watched. I don't know that part. So I haven't gotten that far yet. But the episodes that I watched, yeah. I was like, oh, I see what they're doing. Right. This is, this is some old. This is some old like you know heartstring shit where they where they show somebody and they show them like they play that fucking guitar. That guitar. All right, all oh, ready, guys. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this on four. <laughs> yep. No matter who they show, and she's so fat. Oh, every <laughs> yeah. And her brother's an alcoholic. Her brother has problems with sex and alcohol. Nigga, right. every my t- daddy died. He was the best white man I ever he was, known. He loved my black ass, but I still <laughs> found a black woman to love. Dog, that show is so full of shit. It's so full of shit, dog. <laughs> but you know why I keep watching though? The story about black love, dog. When you Father, see Beth and Randall 
His Loving father is a, is a poet. Nigga, get the fuck out of here. Any, <laughs> any black artist would be terrified for their kid to be living with that white family. Nigga, no. Get the fuck out of here. I want to I wanna believe that if I was a drug addled artist and I gave up my son to a fire station, that some progressive white family with money would find him and take care of him. The, the problem that I have with that show is that it was a broke white family. Yeah. <laughs> there, were, there were two starving artists. Damn, we, I mean. <laughs> and this nigga had PTSD coming out the uh, Vietnam or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Not a good look. Not a good look for See, a black child to be raised in that environment. His haircut was, had been fucked up for years. I don't remember. <laughs> Trust me, I know. So I watched, I think I made it through the first season. I think I did. I may have gotten to like episode eight or nine or whatever and just said, this is too much. How many times did you cry? Too much. It was just too much. Was Every episode, too? man. Was it when you were weeping openly? That's the thing. I like <laughs> crying. Like, <laughs> I don't mind the crying. I just hate. I don't know, man. It felt, you know. It's disingenuous, dog. Yeah, like, I don't it believe. felt cheap. It felt like a cheap cry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is, it's is like that when you're a hooker and you just cry in her lap. Is this, no, is that's a real is? cry, though. That's a real cry. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, it's like a Tyler Perry cry. You know how when you when when he he is somebody that you like, and then Tyler Perry is it, it's a, all right let, now now let's give him AIDS. It's like a oh, uh, it's I like a Tyler Perry so much. <laughs> every <laughs> fucking play. My mom. It's probably the only crime my mom committed. Man, my mom would have. Tyler Perry like bootlegs, right? Oh Lord, because um, you know Tyler Perry did all those plays. That's correct. He would have stage plays. I would come. I would come home from D.C. and visit my family, and we would. My mom would be like, well, "We gonna watch Tyler Perry play," and I would watch this play, man. And I would. I swear, I would just be in there, and I'm. I, I don't know if it's a cynical thing, but I would just be there watching. And I was like, like "Fuck is this shit?" Because this, this, I knew what it was. I knew what it was. He had a lot of. <laughs> he had a lot of people that were uber talented, but looked over, right? So that's the, that's part of the key, right? You gotta How have about in the actual cast in the, the cast. You gotta have okay. black actors that can sing, be funny, and just dance and dance. Complete, and then here's the here's here's a here's a quick little you know Tyler Perry the Tyler Perry cast makeup. Four or five super talented black people sing, dance, act, play an do, instrument, yeah, play yeah. an instrument, all kinds of shit, right? juggle, just comedic all kinds timing of is exceptional. Crazy. Yeah. Comedic <laughs> timing is out off the charts, right? Right. One, one super duper. Fine. Like, fine, well, not even fine. Just like a genuine type. Like a Shamar Moore type, right? Shirtless nigga. Beautiful, shirtless nigga. Light skin, (laughs) good hair. Like the the trifecta, you know what I mean? Good teeth, good hair, light skin, right? And one more element. 
white girl that's that can that can sing. <laughs> Always a white girl that can sing. A white, like a a white Marie, person. A, a, a Tina Marie. A, <laughs> fire and desire. That white girl can sing. If you if if you're in the audience and you say and you hear that white girl can sing, you stand in the play. Like yeah. wow. so look at this white girl sing. This white girl, and she got a body too. Like you start noticing other black elements of her. Does this white girl she, have lips? This white girl got some big lips. This white girl got a big ass. What what the is she white? She ain't even white. That's how that's my whiter. favorite thing that black people do, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If a white person is deemed too attractive, they they cannot be white anymore. No, they ain't <laughs> white no more. They ain't like, white no more. Well, that's not possible. See, because nah, I find them attractive. White. So look at she them. Cannot be white. Look at her. Look at her. Look at her hands. <laughs> <laughs> I looked her up. Her grandmother is from Louisiana. Right. You know, know they Creole down there. See it, nigga. Yeah, you know they Creole down there. Look at them hips. Does that look like a white woman's hips to you, nigga? Every single cat, and my mom would have these bootlegs that she got from church, Sally's, something, right? And Tim, why don't you watch? Why don't you try to get in one of these? You want to do comedy? I'm not doing this. Sh- I, I don't have this much talent. <laughs> you think if I had, this, <laughs> you think if I had this much talent, you think I would be in the army? <laughs> you would have learned it. I went to church with y'all. <laughs> you would have known it by now. <laughs> I had to come me, up with my shirt laughing at you, dog. <laughs> you would have known that shit by now. Do you think I would have all... chosen comedy if I was talented? No, you think I would have chosen the army. I was in the time I was traveling with the army. So I wouldn't That's have hilarious. been in the damn army. I'm not one of those soldiers that be singing in uniform and shit. <laughs> Hold on, guys. On... I have to have to inspire the battalion. <laughs> Miller, get up here. Sing the national anthem. Sing this Christmas for the truth. And sing. Hang all the mistletoe. What a bugle player. This nigga's so talented. I want to let you know together this Christmas. Oh man, is it almost that? It's almost that season, right? As soon as it hits like mid November, they just start inundating us with Christmas songs. That start, they start throwing that shit around. It's coming up, it's man. The week I'm seeing, before Thanksgiving, I'm That's seeing some hear. Hallmark. I'm seeing some Hallmark, like um, you know, you start to see a little Hallmark. Um, there was one that uh, Tiffany Haddish just did. She just produced one. I'm like, Tiffany, That's a smart move. You get into she's a movie. Got a good hustle, dog. She, got she a good knows hustle. how to make money, nigga. Woo! She's like, oh, so white people love Hallmark movies, huh? Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She helping her friends out. She helping her friends out. You know, Aaron Jackson is on the next day ready, right? I love Aaron Jackson. You Aaron know, Jackson. she's a Howard alum. She is. You know what I'm saying? She, she is. was in that same class with uh, Jay Weems, another HBCU alum. She from uh, last comic standing, dog. Yeah, that's who actually the the two of them are inspired me to jump on, dog. Comedy or H H U? Comedy. Like <laughs> I always thought about like uh, doing stand up. You know, I had the inkling of an idea. I was curious about, it. but when I saw them on last comic standing, I was like, I'm definitely doing it now. Yeah. Where did like you see these, them at? 
I was just sitting in the house watching him, watching uh, Last Time I'm Standing. Really? On the on the couch. Yeah, I was just on a nigga, a nigga on the bench. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Damn. Like, word. Holding a baby. Aaron, I don't think, I'm not actually certain when Aaron started, but I don't believe she was doing comedy in undergrad. 2014 is when she started. Yeah. So she started you know, right before me. In undergrad, there was no, I think she was on like the yearbook committee or something like that. Like there was no, I'm a stand-up comedian. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's so brilliant, so, man. So happy she is for a her. Comic. Strong yeah. writer. Great jokes. Writer. Great stack jokes. Sits in the pocket. Very confident. Very comfortable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Smooth, laid back delivery. Yeah. Doesn't do the exaggeration. She's just like, you're gonna listen to what the fuck I have to say. You know, you know what? And she worked on that too. She she had a um, you know, she would I think she was people were looking for that from her. She she fought against it. Yeah. And she you know she, she exceeds. She said something. One show I saw her live, she said something that I will never forget. She said, um, she said, y'all seen a lot of these like animated comics come up here and do all this physical comedy and stuff, but that's not my speed. She said, I'm a lot more like jazz. Mm. And just, she just like smooth walked into her set from there. Dog. I was like, yo, that's fucking expert level game right there. Dog. Yep. She mm-hmm. laid them down, dog. She had them ready. Yeah. Like, you know, like she knows her jokes are so strong. She'll just sit and wait. And then drop the punch. You know yeah. I love it, dog. I fucking love it. Yeah. Every time I see her win, I'm like, I'm in the back like this. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> She's on the next one, man. She's on the next day ready. So that'll be out, I think, next next year on Netflix. And okay. um, they recorded it during all of this was all, like all the COVID stuff. So they recorded it outside. I think some of the people they had masks on stuff like that. So um, okay, okay, it'll be it'll be cool to see people at a show but with masks on, so people can see that it can be done instead of the bullshit that they're trying to do now. I mean, I'm still fundamentally opposed to gatherings. Like, I'm just not doing it. So yeah, I get it. I get that people you know need an outlet, and I know that people want to see performance, but. I'm kind of just like, I'm good. I'm good until it's, if it's never, if like, who was I talking to about this? I was talking to somebody. I was like, if comedy as we know it is done, then I think I'm done. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I need a sweaty basement, dog. You know what I'm saying? I need I a love, dark room. I like the comics. Now. I love comedy, man. Oh, uh, uh, lung disease? Like, die from, all right, well, comedy, you know. Comedy's, I'm comedy, good. It's just over there, though. I've seen a couple of people do performances at Union Stage. I know Mia Jackson was at Union Stage. Tony yeah, Gibbs was at Union Stage. Oh, you was at Union Stage? Yeah, yeah. You ain't, so you took your mask off indoors, huh, son? That's how you roll it now? I took That's my mask living? off indoors. Everybody was, was uh, you know, social distance. Everybody was, you got to be, if you're in the area. When did you get you, your COVID test, dog? If you get around so much, you know what? I still <laughs> haven't had one. <laughs> Ooh, not socially responsible. <laughs> I mean, I'm. I'm but I'm not I'm not sick either. So if I, I think if I got sick, then I would get the test. But also That's what, he said. That's what DL did to everybody. Oh his asymptomatic ass. Oh yeah, he, he was said, I don't feel but he sick. got it. But he got it though, didn't he? He got it and gave he it to his out? family, but he was asymptomatic. He didn't have no symptoms. He was that's right. He did I think he passed out from he dehydration though. Not yeah, from the COVID. He got sick. But not from that's that's not from the COVID. Oh really? That's unrelated. They discovered okay. he had COVID when his ass passed out. <laughs> They were like, right. oh, by the way, 
you've been you've been a carrier spreading the good oh oh damn all right well all right well no, I'm just let trying me, to make you feel bad. I'm, I'm jealous like, that I haven't had any mic time, dog. <laughs> I'm just getting well, I, I mean, you. You, go, you go. I'm not doing it, Tim. I'm not. Yeah, I know this. I can't I look at my four beautiful black babies and be like, Daddy had to tell these jokes. Daddy had to go. <laughs> these jokes is killer. Dog. I, I had to, baby. That's why you can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> babies will be fine. Uh, <laughs> No nah, man, I'm I'm happy for you though, dude. Get it in. You know what I'm saying? Live your life. I feel like, yeah, I should. I, I'm not in the place to begrudge anybody their process to get through this shit because there's no end in sight. No. I should get a. I should go ahead and get a test though. It's not just because you just mentioned it, but I thought about it the other day. Like, damn, I haven't had a test. It's not man. even like they got it down to a science now. It's not even like that scary, like throat spear shit that they were doing to niggas like in March. They just take a little Q-tip. Put it in the top of your nose, and then you can do the antibody test with the blood that gets your results back within 30 minutes, even though a lot of people are reporting false negatives. You know what I'm saying? You get like the results from the nose swab in two days, and you get a nice certificate that says, Hey, bitch, we can fuck without masks. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're all good. We're all good. <laughs> yeah, let me go ahead and get I no that. longer have to hit it from the back on the rooftop. You know what I'm yeah. saying? To stay safe. You know what I'm saying? Hit it from the back. So you'll stick your dick in, on but you won't. <laughs> you got to be on a rooftop. On a rooftop yeah. with a face hit away from, from you. Back. A face away from you. And you, and you got to hit it like this. Ain't nobody <laughs> doing that, man. We What? <laughs> this, is the, this is the horniest I think people have been in. Dog. Dog. It <laughs> is. Yo. People are risking it all out here, dog. <laughs> The horniness is unparalleled Yo, right now. Yo, it is. <laughs> you know what? We're going my, nine months at this point, dog. My theory, into the holiday season, nigga. My theory, man, is, you know, when a new disease comes out, then all the other <laughs> diseases are like, yo, that shit don't, that, that ain't real no more, son. <laughs> hey. Huh? Nigga, it's COVID, nigga, dog. That was four diseases ago, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> You been an old shit, dog. We out here trying to fuck, dog. You know what I'm saying? Mask on, dog. Mask on, son. (laughs) We had H1N1. They know the diseases. We had SARS. We had Ebola. Now we got Coke. Nigga, that was... What? Why you bringing up old shit, man? Why you bringing up these Obama-era diseases, (laughs) nigga? We on a new pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, that's from when the first Bush was in office, man. Right. You bringing that bullshit up. Nigga got the stormtrooper helmet mm-hmm. on, hitting hitting chicks. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's good, dog? Yeah. What's out here, son? You wearing condoms, <laughs> nigga? You, what, you, what you got on condoms for, dog? Chicks can't catch COVID, nigga. Soft ass. Catch COVID <laughs> through scared your Scared ass, nigga. Got STD, bro. <laughs> oh, scratch. Yeah, you gotta you gotta show up to a chick's house with your COVID papers. Yeah. In one hand and your ST, STI papers in the other hand. Yeah. And you gotta be like, I'm ready. I'm in yeah. here for 14 days. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I'm staying here through the winter. <laughs> uh, so the, they, they on you. They climb, they jumping on your back when you walk. You know what, street. man? I see it's, you keep doing this to fix your glasses. You it know, the won't women stay love that shit right there. Up. It won't stay up. That's the that's one of the things I'm noticing right now. The shit won't stay up. I thought it was. I know it's cliche. I just. 
see people with glasses, they keep doing it. I didn't realize they just don't stay up. But they're but, but they are all the cool glasses things now. You can pull them down when you need to be serious with somebody. Yeah, I pull that on lift my them daughter. up when you need to like take a closer look. You know what I'm well, saying? <laughs> you can wipe them with your shirt when you I'm taking a yeah, yeah, I'm taking them off before <laughs> on stage to emphasize. <laughs> Say I'm motherfuckers going, y'all gonna keep bullshitting with this here? Right. <laughs> you know, you look at somebody without your glasses on, y'all gonna yeah, keep bullshitting right. with this here. Well, let me tell y'all something, man. Y'all gonna learn. Hey, sure you know what you learn. need? You need an accent. You need an accent now, dog. What you should you put mean? on like a um, like yeah, a yeah. Jamaican accent and confuse niggas. Nah, <laughs> I want to do, mad. but I, I want to do Dolly and shit. Undescript accent, like an accent where people go, "What? Where are you from? When you talk like that? <laughs> or did this? This what I do? Because if Jamaicans, yeah. then people go, that people can go and and be like, "Oh, you're from Kingston, Jamaica." No, man. <laughs> Yeah, you need like a what's it? It's the windward and the leeward islands of the Caribbean. You need the lee, the leeward islands of the Caribbean, like the St. Lucia shit that nobody can recognize. And I was thinking St. Point. Thomas. I like I like the sound of St. Thomas. St. Lucia sounds like I dated a girl from St. Lucia. And she was she was very she was very deep when she talked. She went deep, like. <laughs> It's it's patois, but it's still like a there's a, a like a, a groove to it. Um, you know what I like? I realized I liked in my forties is women with deep voices because you know what they always can sing. Interesting. The deep husky voice women always can sing for whatever reason. They're always altos. Yeah. Altos, sopranos, or some shit, and they can they'll blow you away just casually humming while they're cooking breakfast. You're like what? Hold on a second. <laughs> you singing? Finish that riff. <laughs> Baby, you can sing. <laughs> oh no, nah, I mean I sing that. Me play. <laughs> yeah, nigga Tim, man, he said I'm believe I'm gonna these glasses in COVID. Dog. So what? How has so your life changed otherwise? Can you drive better at night? Like, what's happening, dog? I'm just getting used to them now. I still get, I still get a little fuzzy. It's only been like a week and a half. You don't so get no still, headaches or anything? Not yet. Oh, at, at, I think a little bit at the beginning, but not too yeah, bad. That's common. That's common. Yeah. So I think I'm kind of getting used to it now. It's not as, I sit around with them on now, like while I'm at home. So it's not that much of a, a it's not a big deal anymore with the way okay, it is. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah, not too bad. Have you thought about it? Have you, have you looked into it? I'm just I told you I had glasses in college, dog. I had glasses in college for like so you could get them too, one man. year, and uh, oh, it was great. It was fantastic. In college, it was particularly fantastic. <laughs> it was just like <laughs> people sleep on these glasses. I'm telling like, you, dog. <laughs> sleep. Oh, uh, I don't know. See, niggas with glasses ain't didn't tell me. Niggas with glasses. <laughs> nigga, if you got on glasses, you ain't shit. Cause I'm gonna tell you what you didn't tell us. That this shit right here they love is it. dog. Uh, white they people love it. White white people are different around me now. I'm like, <laughs> why the fuck did nobody tell me this shit? Was this it the is, answer the whole time? This has this been the answer? Teeth overlooked. I'm dog. I'm so confident in my profile picture. I am on. I'm smiling like like with glasses on in my profile picture. 
Oh, that's a shame, right. Tim. You haven't had the right black women love you then, because black women love gaps, dog. Especially Nigerian women. Not this, not this many. It's like a not this many. It's a lot. All right, nigga. I'm like I'm trying to offer you some wisdom, dog. Open your profile to, to West Africa, son, and, and watch the honeys rain down like mana from heaven, dog. I'm on, on BLK. What's BLK? See, I'm BLK still not on dating apps. I don't know what none of this shit is. Dog. BLK is the black woman's dating app for me to see what kind of black woman I can get. I thought that was a uh, or I could. It's not Bumble. You know what's funny? I haven't, I haven't had any luck on Bumble. Well, you haven't had the glasses, I mean, Tim. I mean, I'm and, on and it. And you haven't been smiling. Women love smiles. And I'm they smiling. love glasses. And they no, love... I make sure to smile. You know what the secret to women is with men? Is they like men that look vulnerable. I, I, lo so I, I love smiling. Braces. So, I should, so I should cry on my profile picture there. That's... No, I, I didn't say I didn't say bitches. Well, here's the, here's the, contingency, here's the contingency. If you have... If you're holding a baby while you cry, you should be crying. Yes. Yeah. Then you can get you'll be. I'm gonna do a picture. Back. I'm gonna do a picture with me with my glasses off and with a tear with just a. But you got to be holding a baby, dog. You got to be holding a small child that's like a like a godson or something. Not even yeah. anything to be related to you, but it has to be a fat baby. You got that you're holding and weeping. You got to be doing. <laughs> you got to be doing skin to skin with with a baby. No, nah, not like, even. You got to look happy. at it like like you're not really like like sure-handed holding the baby like right. you know, it's got to be kind of awkward but you got to have a single dramatic just tear. one tear yeah and then it looks like your lip is quivering like you're like you're saying something <laughs> to the baby and then watch honey just pour out it into oh, your he's dms gonna, like he's gonna, love gonna be my like oh my too. god tim miller have you heard of him he's gonna love my baby too and he has glasses <laughs> he took his glasses <laughs> off to wipe his tear <laughs> dog not one hinge has been my like that's my you know that's the one um tinder same thing just eh some interest but no real you know situations hinge has yeah, been the one maybe i'll maybe i'll flirt with the idea of dating apps when my do hinge finalized start start with him hinge. start with him i think i'm good dog i like instagram you really see that but that thing instagram is not a dating app to me Right, I know. I get, I get. Me, it. I, I get it. I understand. Beg your pardon. I get it. I'm just not. That's just not. It is it? If you don't have the confidence, <laughs> I like. I like going into it with is them my knowing. Instagram special. <laughs> yeah, it might be because I like. I, but I like them going into it knowing, like, oh, this is a dating. Like we're on here for dating. Because a lot of them go in there and they're like, I'm looking for friendship and bitch, what? <laughs> your goofy ass. I need a scrabble partner. Dog, there's a there's a site. It's called Friendster. That's why niggas ain't on it because they don't want to be friends. They don't want to meet you and be friends. Some goofy shit. I've also learned that women don't want to be friends. I know they just women, say that shit. Women are friends a lot is a safe word. More thirsty and perverted than we are. I've learned. I wouldn't say as thirsty. I said a lot more. No. <laughs> I don't I'm think telling I don't you, think dog. That. I don't think it's like that either. You. It's, it's. I'm talking about in this time, in the <laughs> pandemic time. We can't. We're, <laughs> we're not. We're not talking about the past. Stay present one with thing me. I, one thing I will. <laughs> one thing I will say is, there's been some, 
So I've had some interest, right? The thirst. And I'm telling you, dog, here it is. It's there's there's one in particular that is she is making specific plans She's and like, i'm like you coming over here to <laughs> fuck me <laughs> but you know what though that was it's not just her it's you know it, meaning with the during this whole time that's been that's had the interest I, I think women are just i think they're they are like that i think men just have we have lower standards when it comes to that though my i think my joke holds i think men have lower standards because we all, we're always ready Yes. Always down. That's by design. And it's, but they have, women have specific times when they're, you know, context is important. Like we talked about last time, story <laughs> is important. Yeah. And narrative. that shit, narrative yeah. Is very important. That shit, that shit breaks down after, you know, it's the same story over mm -hmm. and over and over again. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but your story's changed now, Tim. You're an educated scholarly brother. With, that's, but that's the thing. Frames, the story has bro. changed, right? <laughs> the story. Who's and proud of his smile? That, you know what I'm and that's why the whole, like the whole pandemic, like the story is like we they met during a pandemic. He wore glasses. She was at home. She was working from home. Dog. Mid like. Her nooners had not been touched for nine months. Nooners <laughs> have gone up, bro. I mean, what's a nooner? Sex in the in the in the middle of the day. Oh, I mean, of course, everybody's home all the time. That's, That's why everybody's yeah. pregnant. It's gone <laughs> up, though, <laughs> bro. It's been tough. <laughs> but I mean, the only this is what I'm speaking to. I'll be in the grocery store, nigga. And you know, grocery store is at your most humble. That's when you look at absolute worst. But women be in the grocery store with backless <laughs> shirts on, yeah, dog, man. with just a little Choosing. collar and the the slit up the, the shorts, nigga, I and the heels. I was like, what is happening? No I bra, nigga. You, baby. <laughs> I was like, just shiny with the uh, with that Rihanna. You know what I'm saying? Lotion, glitter. Shit the, pull it up. Pull it up. <laughs> I'm like, yo, what is happening in Aldi? She just <laughs> look at you like she just look at you like shine bright like a diamond. <laughs> right. <laughs> like I went to Target, man. Shine bright. Early, like like early in the pandemic. And this shorties were just there with yoga pants on, nigga. No, no kind of draws. Just yeah. yoga pants and tank tops, nigga. Yeah. Just just I was like, this is the like, this is, is the way. What is going on? <laughs> pandemic man it is it's a blessing take away, it's a blessing. Take away the the 230,000 people that yeah take away the lung virus that will kill you and <laughs> nigga this pandy the pandy has been pretty good man since a pretty good time pretty good i wish i wish loving. what's his name would just make a would make a a song um what's the guy's name that did uh, the young kid, Pandy, Pandy, Pandy. I wish he would come back out, man. And just <laughs> <laughs> about the pandemic, man. Yeah, Pandy, Pandy. Is that Young Pandy. Thug? Is that Young what's Thug? What's his name? No, Young Thug wears know, his dresses. Uh, young Thug wears dresses. Yeah, he was wearing dresses, man. It's that thing. 
where people think you're gay, Daniel Tosh did it too, and Charlemagne, Charlemagne the God did it too. It's like people start rumors that you're gay and they, they, you know, they, they think you're gay, so, they, so you play it up. So Daniel Tosh plays up gay rumors, right? Um, Charlemagne plays Tosh. up gay Tosh rumors. That Is that yeah, about? Tosh point oh yeah. Okay. It's like they like the attention, and they go, "Do y'all y'all really think I'm gay? Well, I'm gonna be gay as fuck then. Y'all think I'm gay? I think I'm really gay. Here, here goes some gay flame. Here goes some gay flame. That's, <laughs> that's what Charlemagne does too. And niggas are so homophobic that they always like this nigga got. Two dudes, if you look on Breakfast Club videos, he'll, he got two dolls behind him that are in, in a precarious position, right? And you scroll down on the comments and you'll read the dude, and dudes be like, this nigga got two dolls fucking behind him. Like, you can't tell me he ain't gay. Like, dog, he is trolling you. Do you understand that? Can you let <laughs> Go for what? Who cares? Who cares if he was? And I just, I just so don't understand how niggas that. are still caught up on nigga, you gay. Like, let call me gay, dog. Cause no, but that's what it is, though. If if you get, if I'm getting your attention by doing shit that you say is, I'm gonna keep doing that shit, man. I'm, because I'm gonna troll the shit out of you. So he. It's just hilarious to see that shit, man. But yeah, damn, what's his name? He's nineteen. What is his name? He has another song called "Outlet," where he. Oh no, man! All I, the only thing, only music I listen to is like trap R and B. Um, what's trap R and B? Oh, uh, like like Masego, trap Tillis. jazz. Oh, who is that? Masego? Oh, Masego is the shit, dog. Yeah, I don't know that one. Look him up. He's very funny, dog. He's He's got a nice, eclectic personality. Um, his music is off the chain, mm. and the honeys love it. Masego. Trap R&B by Designer. That's that's who, that's the kid's name, Designer. Designer should come out, Pandy, Pandy, Pandy. Um, that's going to be the title, by the way. Pandy, Pandy. <laughs> <laughs> um, dog, so we're, we haven't... I tried to do something with Eric Patrick, man, and um, I put out an episode, and I said, okay, we'll do two episodes, one before the election, and one after, when we find out who the president is. Two days later, we don't know shit. Like, I don't know what's going on. I think Nevada is they're still waiting to count in Nevada or something. They, they're done with Arizona. I don't know what the fuck is going on right now. Oh, the election? See, I forgot what you're talking about. Because, like, a real talk, nigga, until today, I hadn't even plugged in. I got to tell you about my whole election self-care process, nigga. You like, been... here's, what I, here's what I did this year, dude. Okay, it was so tell G, me. Nigga. But hold, okay. The trauma hold from up. 2016 was so intense. Okay, so tell me because I... Everybody that I talked to was like, I'm, I'm just not going to watch it. And then, of course, the day of, they was all watching that shit. They all, was, it was all, they all had their little thing. And I was checking out Flipboard on my phone to see 
like the most up-to-date shit, and they didn't have it. <clears throat> you know who had the most up-to-date shit? Fox News. Well, Fox crazy. News has a has their own. Um, it's crazy. Electoral like body that is independent, independently funded. So it's like they are a lot more accurate than I got a you know a lot, a lot of people determine. I got it. I got a, I got a different um, theory than that. What's that? <clears throat> a lot of these other outlets they ain't showing Trump losing. You know, or they weren't showing it early enough. Because it's bad for ratings. The way that Fox News was. Yep. Fox News was like, fuck this nigga. Fuck him. Let's <laughs> put let's put his bullshit out. Let's show these motherfuckers. Fuck him. We do we switching over. We going to the to the next, whoever the next candidate is, whether it's Candace Owens, whether it's um what's the what's the kid's name? Um, the little uh snarky kid. <clears throat> Whoever. Starkey Kid. Yeah, what's his name? Tucker Carlson. Um, no. Um, that shit. What's bag. his name? The little the kid that that uh, everybody's like he likes to argue, but he don't know how to. He don't. He never stays on point. He just argues like a little girl. I mean, like a like a. Little oh, the girl. one that Andy Klein is always talking shit about the little black kid. No, 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 Pearson. not him. No, not that dude. That dude is. He's too young to even factor in just yet. Um. What the fuck is his name? Ben something. Ben Shapiro. I have no idea. Though. That that's it. Yeah, yeah. Ben Shapiro. None that's of this it. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Ben <laughs> Shapiro. Anyway, all right. So let's break down. Let's break down your uh, your the way you've been doing it because you've staying away apparently. Yeah, I have to. Well, 2016 was really traumatic for my household, dog. I mean, yeah. my you know, Kila was legitimately livid. Yeah. Like cussing at the TV, cussing men at large, man. cussing at white people. Holy just goodness. like, this is bullshit. I can't believe this shit. I, this is this is tragic. Yada yada yada. And then you know, I've been reading the tea leaves because a lot of you know my progressive, smug progressive friends have been talking shit about how Trump's gonna lose in a landslide. And I was like, these white folks gonna be real butthurt on Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Because no. like, here, here's my logic. My logic was like, and I thought it was very sound. White people voted for white supremacy. White supremacy won. Yeah. Why did white people also think that white people wouldn't continue to vote for white supremacy, for white supremacy is beyond me. It I worked. don't understand. <laughs> so I, I expected there to be an uptick in votes because right. niggas been doing <laughs> fuck shit for four straight years. Right. With no repercussions whatsoever, no whatsoever, no accountability, no ownership, and no acknowledgement, and niggas are out there who ride and showing their titties for the niggas. And no, right, mad love, right, mad love for what he's been doing from his people. So why wouldn't you think? And they keep showing these polls, and if these motherfuckers keep talking about these polls, it's get the fuck out of my face talking about a poll. These mother, these crackers are not going to tell the truth stop with this shit i hate if you uh, the we did a poll pollster says that biden nigga they're lying to you the motherfuckers that's voting for biden and the the black i'm not even gonna call her kamala harris the black indian woman <laughs> that's who they're voting for and they're <laughs> proud of that shit so they're right. telling you who they're voting 
I'm voting for Biden and the black Indian woman. Isn't that great that I'm voting for? They're telling everybody. These motherfuckers that aren't, they're so, it's so funny. They're so slick with the shit. It's like, well, what do you, who are you, who do you think you're voting for? Oh, well, I don't think that's uh, any, any conversation that we should be having. Um, I'm undecided. That's the other one. I'm undecided. Oh, nigga, <laughs> that means <laughs> that your ass thinks that Biden and Trump are close or so, so that right there, to me, that right there, polls obsolete. From here on out. I was having out, this fucking conversation with Sean legitimately last week on the golf yo. course. And he was like, dude, all the polls, you know, smug ass, all the polls are saying that Trump clearly is going to lose by a landslide. And I was like, dude, polls are always wrong, nigga. Polls because motherfuckers wrong. lie, dog. Motherfuckers lie. But you know what it really is, though? <laughs> it's white people trusting white people. And <laughs> right, and this is, at the end of the day, he was making me so mad because I was like, Bruh, "It's so aggravating to see them do this in again." The same echo chamber full of whites telling you what you need to believe when black and brown people have been telling you the math for fucking forever, for years, for years. It's so infuriating. I'm like, I knew what it was when black, like, one of my friends was on the Mike Espy campaign for Senate. This sister got on a plane to Detroit from DC, masked up in face shield to register niggas to vote. And I was like, black women know how serious this is, dog. Everybody else is full of shit. Everybody else is full of shit. Well, even us, did you hear that statistic? More black dudes voted for Trump. <laughs> here's the thing, here's, okay, here's the thing about that. Here's the thing about that. It's like. Yo, listen. Look, 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 look. Tim, listen, maybe, listen, listen. Maybe listen. two more maybe people two voted more did. than ever before in history. So of that's course. why there's going to be an uptick in black men. That's voting what I'm saying. That's Trump what I'm saying. Against that, Trump. That there's no. also an uptick in men who voted against Trump because more people voted that's than ever. That's what I'm saying. They're trying <laughs> to pin this on black. And I'm seeing black women being like, what's going on, black men? Are y'all, well, I mean, what the fuck? Well, what? that's a valid concern because you have the fucktard Avengers of hip hop who are 50 years old writing op-eds and shit about how they can't support Kamala Harris, dog. <laughs> Saying they want to support Trump to get taxes and shit, nigga. But who are these fucking coons, nigga? <laughs> I cannot believe, like, like black <laughs> niggas are really showing their ass, dog. Niggas and here's are my thing. showing their here's my ass, thing, man. Here's my thing. If you're trying to get some clout, Every this time I me, this hold on. no different from like after like um sorry to cut you off eyewitness news dog and they would run up on the immediate black face and to get the most ignorant on the street perspective. That's yeah. what it's like when you run to a rapper two weeks before an election to ask them what's going on. Get the fuck out of here, dog. That's what he thinks. He thinks that those are our leaders. So that's why he keeps running to them, is that he's like, ooh, they listen to Ice Cube. I mean, they watch Barbershop 1, 2, and 3. So why wouldn't I do my plan for Black? Has anybody seen the plan for Black people? Has anybody read that shit? Whatever Ice Cube talked to him about? These motherfuckers Yeah, there's been a couple so of actually, There's been a handful of Black women, especially activists, who have read through, I think it's like a 26-page 
um, contract. Twenty six pages. That's it. And they and they have deemed it very um, illegitimate and not up to the task because if he had simply taken the opportunity to speak to the many black women activists dispensed throughout the nation, they would have black seen the plan, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The, the, uh, um, they would have seen like the, the agenda, if you will. Black they would have seen activists. the talking points. They would right. have seen the efforts and strides they've made with political leaders to get, to, to get people talking in campaigns about things that are of interest to us. Why not, um, why not Barack Obama? Why not see, nigga, okay, little nigga, little Wayne, little Wayne, really? I mean, listen, but no listen surprise. But once again, no surprise, no surprise from us. But it's just, it's just funny when people are like, "This is wow." The the results I'm seeing today, nigga. We've been telling y'all this, man, and. It's, it's, uh, it's almost hurtful to see people be like, you know, this is very surprising to see. I mean, you know, we've been, we've been, t we've been telling y'all that, that this is, this is the country. This is why we got to get our reparations and get the fuck out of here because, because uh, <laughs> that, that's what's funny to me with reparations is that a lot of them want black people to leave. They want us to leave the country. But what they don't understand is if you're not having a conversation about reparations, right? What you're doing is you're deterring us leaving because trust me, trust me, if we get reparations, we leave it. We are gone. Uh, we ain't gonna get, mm. we ain't gonna get money land we're gonna get this shit from the country from the united states government and stay here because if it's bad now nigga the shit is gonna get worse mm, I, I hear you and you know we don't Africa. have to agree we don't have to agree right you don't think so you don't you don't but, think, you think we you think, think a lot that, of people will stay i think if you look at something as simple as reconstruction reconstruction the period after um, the end of the Civil War, when the country was rebuilding, largely gotcha. black people were rebuilding the country from the ground up. It's, it's when the, it's the greatest period in, in, in history when black people were entering the House of Representatives. It's the, the also the largest period black people were um, invested in black, in creating black businesses and black towns that were you know completely you know um, run for for and by black people. Is that when? Um, is that is that the time? Uh, so when black people accumulated the most wealth in history. Tulsa yes. was being yes. built. Right, okay. It's effectively the period between Black Wall Street. Like, uh, no, the end of this the end of the Civil War and like right. um all through like the nineteen sixty four like Civil Rights Act. That's gotcha. what's framed as Reconstruction. Right. Um and W. B. Du Bois wrote a you know, a significant text on it. It's like eight hundred pages because you know the niggas a genius. He's yeah. also an alpha, so shout out to the bros. But uh, <laughs> I'm saying like the the point is, this is when black people accumulated the most, most wealth in the United States in history. Okay. Right? And they did so through a number of ways, predominantly through like investment in land and resources and within one another and building solidarity. Okay. I think black people have learned over the past four years that we have to be reliant on us and we have to invest in each other. And so with a potential windfall, money, land, resource, um, set-asides for education, health benefits, et cetera, that's a huge 
foundation that we could build upon. And I don't see people leaving in like an exodus in mass um, if that were to fall down. What I do see is a lot of um, concern and fretting about how they're going to determine determine that people are eligible for the benefit. And I think that that's what they've already of kind of floated the, floated the idea of like, you have to prove that you had a true descendant that was enslaved, right. which is damn near impossible because you know, you're <laughs> like, you have to of look course. through a ledger and find a nigga named Piccaninny and yeah. then determine that that was your ancestor. <laughs> Piccaninny so. Miller, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get, I get that part, but what I think is, is a lot of a lot of a lot of people have some fear and i think i think the reason why a lot of i think a lot of black people don't travel because they don't have the money and i feel like if they got some resources they would be a little they would maybe start maybe not leaving completely but they would start exercising a little more i mean they, they would travel a lot more and I think they would start to see that things are a little bit different when you're in, I don't know, New Zealand, when you're in, um, maybe not Canada. I heard Canada is like, it's underlying. It's there. It's just not like here where they fucking kill you. It, over there, it's just- oh, they, they, kill you in, they kill you in Canada too. And the police kill you in Canada too. The, the, the reality is though in Canada are, is that- Not like here. Um, but it's yeah. not dissimilar from America because again, through the great migration, a lot of black people landed in Canada. They did, yeah. Toronto, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Montreal, Vancouver, like the, the Vancouver were not really deep there, but you know, yeah. everything on this side, you know, Ontario, et cetera. I heard um, Alberta, I, I heard Alberta is like Texas, Canada. It's like, it's not even, they have like barbecue places in <laughs> Alberta. Like it ain't, it's no joke. So well, it's, a, it's that, very similar. And this is the crux of the concern about leaving the country is that there really is no place in the world where black people can go that we're not being persecuted. No. That's what you see from the NSARS movement and what's happening in yeah. Namibia, Nigeria, um, Liberia, you know, what's happening in Kenya even like yeah. police force has always been oppressive towards black and brown people period yeah and that's what the um, sars move it's not sars it's, it's yes it's police, not. <laughs> <laughs> it's police in, like a special type of police unit special, that they have there. Yeah. special anti-robbery squad yeah I think what some, it's something some justification for their behavior and they've they've called for that for it to end and then one group will end and then they'll deem another group the, the you know, the, the, the SARS. Well, what I would say, Tim, is that we're at a, a global, we're globally at a level of awareness that punishment culture does not mm. benefit societies. Mm -hmm. An idea where someone has to be dealt with with lethal force to be held accountable is ridiculous. Yeah, you know, and that was for that's a very antiquated way of approaching things, particularly when you frame things around justice. Yeah. Um, what we need to consider is that people make bad choices and make mistakes and they need to be held accountable for them and they need to take ownership of them. But simply destroying them because they made a bad choice leads to people to either be secretive about the choices that they're making, exactly. which leads to people not discussing their traumas, which leads to like things like child sex trafficking. 
right? Like no yeah. one's going to talk about the fact that, you know, children are being shipped around the country and sold to private, you know, through private industries for the, for the use of, you know, of their bodies. Like people don't, that's, that's a nasty thing to think about, but it's a reality, right? Um, and because fun. people don't speak about their traumas and we don't have an, um, we don't, excuse me, take advantage of the outlets and the means to discuss our traumas, it goes, it lives undercover on in per perpetuity. But now in this age of enlightenment and awakening, because we've had all the opportunity to sit home and kind of, you know, navel gaze and shit, we're like, yo, there's a lot of atrocities in the world. Oh my God, police are still killing black people. Oh my God, black women and children are still missing. Women, black women and men, I mean, black women and children are getting beat up in their homes by their loved ones. Like now people are starting to deal, suicide is on the rise. Oh my God, we have to deal with this shit. Oh my God, white people are still brazenly racist. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. people are reaching these conclusions. And so, you know, with that, one of the conclusions that I think black people are reaching is, it's really up to us. And I feel like if anything, the resources that would be given here through reparations will be extended overseas as well to other black nations. And that's how we can build a, like a continuum, you know, a, a circular loop of, of resources being exchanged. If we invest in each other, we're gonna grow exponentially. That's what the, uh, if you saw um, in Ghana, when everybody was like um, offering repatriation to American yeah. citizens, right? That. And that's where like, this big Ghanaian, like um, uh, summer concert series and all that kind of stuff and like tourism um, investment opportunities were put in place because that's, you know, black people spend what? almost $2 trillion a year in America Yeah, as consumers. We're a consumer driven nation. There are also people who see that and want to invest in it. Tourism is what, you know, right. in developing nations, like really builds nations. That's where you see a lot of niggas going to Tulum and shit. You know what I'm saying? So I don't see people leaving. I see people doing stuff like focusing on building grocery stores, gas stations, utility companies, you know, cable internet service providers, you know what I mean? Television networks. Those are the things that we need to, we need for us. That's where I see us using those resources. I don't see us just rolling out. I don't think leaving. I don't think like leaving for good. I think vacationing and like coming to, to America for work, living somewhere else, but coming to America for a little bit, visit family, holidays, shit like that, but not living here. Like I mean, that's what I was saying to you in the last really podcast. really don't think so. Like I want to get the fuck. Um, and I still on that large get the fuck movement, but what I'm saying is I don't see it happening in mass. I don't see it happening like, like Garveyism. You know what I'm saying? Like the U yeah. UNIA. You know what I'm saying? Just, I think enough. I think if enough do, then I think more will. So, you know, when Ghana was giving up, or when Ghana was offering for us to come over there, how many went? Not a lot. That's not true. Tens of thousands of black people left. Like, but, here's the thing, dude. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the what thing. I mean here's is the there should have been more. And nah, see, the reason I'm, I'm why not, they I'm not with that. I'm not with that language. I'm not with the language that there should have been. I think black people need to see black people do things for us to be motivated to do them more often. You know, no, that's saying? what I'm like, saying. That's exactly yeah. what I'm saying. That's what I meant. The, what, but from the original start, the original jump, hundreds of thousands, there should there could have been more. Getting or me hype. I'm or there should have been flask on you. This is my favorite subject matter: is how black people win. <laughs> but they, sh but there should have been more. But the fact that there weren't, that's not a big deal because black people never do. Like, I don't do a show. Like when it's the first show. Hey, this is the first show. Why don't we have you come out? Like, no, nah, no, nah, dog. Let's 
let's see how it goes first. Like, let me know how the first one goes, and then I'll check it out. So we well, don't that's we the, don't do that's the, the first, we don't do the flagship. Like, let's see, yo, how how is that shit? Like, we <laughs> we check we check in for a hey, who. Who all over there, man? Who all gonna be there? Who all gonna be there? <laughs> right, exactly. We don't go. We ain't gonna well, be the first one. Hey, who all in Ghana, nigga? Who all over there, man? <laughs> I'm not going. <laughs> I think I think black people could stand to be more open minded about Definitely. the motherland because yeah. we we're not really conscious of the deliberate assault on our like psychological state. An emotional mental state like the attacks that this country has put on us about framing africa as this dark corrupt tyrannical nation yeah like oh excuse me a continent you know what i mean all you have to do is hop on a flight and land and know that that's not real yeah and if you can go to the caribbean and mexico and hawaii and mad other far shit you can go to Africa and you can get there in six hours, nigga. You know what I'm saying? From the Botswana. East Coast. You can go to Uganda. You can go to Cape Verde. You can go to Senegal. You can go to Nigeria. You can go to Liberia. You can go to Ghana. You can go to Cameroon. It's, Senegal it, can... is terrifying. <laughs> Senegal is lit. I dog. went to the and Senegal the has some Coast. of the most beautiful people of, in the world, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> what? Senegal is True. so lit. Tall, to the dark, man. gorgeous people. Dog. I went to the Ivory Coast. Woo-wee. I know that was fun. Yeesh. Cote d'Ivoire. Man, you want to talk What'd you about go for? some work. This was back when I was traveling. So I went with um, Bush. Mm-hmm. And we went, through, we went through those gates. We went through, you know, mm-hmm. we... I was like, yeesh. This is, this is real, you know? I saw the chains. So, you know, not talk sure if I would it. go on my own. Are you talking about the slave dungeons? Are you talking about yeah, like, the experience a little bit. of going So I couldn't explore, the... yeah, but I couldn't explore the slave dungeons on my own. Like I couldn't go through there. It was just kind of like a tour that they had given and everything was kind of moving fast. And then they had this like set up event, you know, we took a boat from uh, Dakar, um, Senegal, with the president, and then he, um, the president of uh, uh, Senegal, mm-hmm. and then um, you went to Gory Island. Yeah, went to Gory yeah. Island. I was there when I was eight, dog. I yeah. guess that vivid memories about that shit. I guess interesting. You can still smell it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, yeah, That's the, yeah, yeah. Talk about it, bro. Talk about it. I don't remember. That's what I mean. Like we didn't, we didn't have a time to go through and, you what know, check out. What was the feeling out. you had though? The feeling I had. So when I, it was Bush. You know, it was Bush's trip. He was going for. So he was um, there clowning in the slave dungeon. Like, oh. That's the thing, though. That's see, that's the thing. Bush was, and this is the, like people talk about Bush and and Trump. Man, Bush was, Bush knew how to read a room. Man, Bush was. He was. He was a good dude. He just wasn't a charismatic terrorist. He's a charismatic, <laughs> you know, <laughs> dictator, strong was, man. You know, he was. He was. You know, he's a terror. He's a. He's he a charismatic war criminal. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, he can't help. His vice president was trying to become a billionaire. Man, he can't help that. Um, 
he can't help it, dog. Well, Bush, Bush Are was, you excusing I'm Trump? I'm not making excuses I mean, uh, for Bush, man. I'm, Bush, not, I'm not making excuses w? for Bush, man. I'm I mean, not, I know he was your former boss and shit, nigga. But my former on, boss, son. my former boss. I'm not. I'm not being as. I notice people. People love when you mirror their. <laughs> Trust me, I I know the dude wasn't fully up to par, but you got to remember. I think of him fond fondly because. I got to go home with him. I got to go to Texas with him. So um, that don't that doesn't negate his uh, scandals. Trust me, I know. Like I know the the bullshit. And I was like, so wait a minute. Listen, like, I'm sure he flew over a helicopter while you were being raped in the Superdome <laughs> and waved and smiled. But that nigga was serving me wine hey, and steaks. You look, know what I'm saying? So he was so, cool with me. Cool with me. <laughs> no, man. I know that dude. Was, like, I saw the difference when he was in office and when Clinton was in office. So, mm. yeah, man. I, I was like, oh, y'all up to no good. I see what's happening. I see what's, I see what's going on here. You know, they, me, don't, think, they don't want extra ears up in there. So they had us best it's a shitty job yeah right it's the like presidency a turkey, is a shitty job he said it's like a turkey <laughs> <laughs> it's like a not even it's a mascot the president is a mascot it's not even a yeah. real <laughs> he got no power but what he i think that the most it's like lady eloise said was <laughs> you gotta he said someone puts a, a what did he call it a portfolio on your desk and he's and says this many people need to die this year. Oof. Right? Like, that's yeah. what you have to, like, work through. And for me, I'm like, I get it. That's, that's a fucked up responsibility. Yeah. But also, it's a responsibility that you sign up to do. Like, you can, you can I, I don't like this idea that presidents don't have choices that they can make, that they're just functioning in a role. Because that's what excuses, like, people like Bush, Reagan, Trump, Nixon, you know what I'm saying? Just the people that have been in power since I've been alive. Um, well, no, you can, you you know, you can affect some type of power as long as you have. So when, when Obama got in office, you know, he had the House and the Senate, you know, just like mm -hmm. Trump. But mm -hmm. that changed because niggas were two voting. years. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we didn't the know we had to like, yet. fuck that nigga. Yeah, son. <laughs> they started mobilizing, dog. So when Karen's you have that, that said, not on my watch, yeah. not this nigga won't do this to me. When you, but when you have that, then, and they're on your, like you're, you're putting forth things that they, that they agree with and they can, they can work with you then. Yeah. But after that, you know, Obama had a hard time because he had a uh, uh, color changing Mitch McConnell. Uh, <laughs> I heard some report call his ass a ghoul because his hand is <laughs> dying or some shit. What happened to him? He needs to eat no. some souls or some shit. Can we <laughs> talk about this? He's turning into a black person. Like he's he his not. hands are purple. Black people look healthy. No, this I nigga know. Looks I know. like he has like gangrene and dog. Shit. Something's going on with that dude, and it's like I've never even seen that. I've never seen I've that seen before. It. Have you seen the like um, when your muscle atrophies? Or your flesh starts to like die. That's what it yeah. looks like. Especially, why? It, it looks like um, you know what it looks like. It looks like he's going through chemo. Chemo oh, does that. Interesting. 
Okay. Chemo causes like um, cellular deg- degradation. Damn. And it causes your skin to look really leathery and, yeah. and it darkens it abruptly. That's what it looks so. like he's going through. It also All looks right. like he's, he's like his gangrene, like his, his, his limbs gonna fall off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Did you read that news story in The Guardian about right. that nigga's dick, who that nigga's dick fell off? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. There's some British dude who was like, <laughs> he's, he's, his dick was changing color and it was getting darker and darker. And one day he took his pants off and his dick fell off on the floor, dog. I have to send you the link. It's, the, it's one of the funniest articles I've read this year, dog. It was the funniest <laughs> shit I've funny. ever seen. Because it's, it's, it's the way the nigga described, like, the experience of watching his dick fall off. That is, how old was he? He said something like, he said something like, when my, when my, when my penis hit the floor, I was, I was absolutely devastated. <laughs> what, 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 what kind of moron are Yo. you that your dick, your, I feel like every dude is intimately in a relationship with his dick to know that his dick is not looking right and would like motivate himself to go to the doctor immediately (laughs) immediately how did it get to that point where it fell off nigga if my dick if i feel something funny on my dick i'm immediately to the doctor like yeah what's up my shit son (laughs) i don't even i don't even yeah if something is going on man i'm like Yo, ain't no games with this. Ain't no games with this here, man. I need this. (laughs) You know how long he had to go through whatever it was before it just, dog, just fell off? Hold on, dog. I got to find this shit. When your dick, dog, your dick, body parts don't just fall off. It, there's some, there's a time. (laughs) (laughs) There is a, either there is, there was an initial. Here it is. (laughs) (laughs) oh my god 45 year old malcolm mcdonald oh my god suffered from a perineum infection which led to a severe case of sepsis which is another thing i think that uh mcconnell has which spread his extremities turning his fingers and toes black then it also began to affect his genitalia lord (laughs) here is it here it is dog lord when i saw my penis go black i was beside myself It was like a horror show. I knew deep down it was gone and I was going to lose it. Then one day it just dropped off on the floor. Oh. <laughs> oh. Was he peeing? Did he at least get one last like, pee out, one last jerk out? <laughs> apparently not. He couldn't jerk in it, but dog. his dick fell clean off, dog. Sepsis. You know how deadly sepsis is? So he was just. You know, he, he just had sepsis, like at the house. Just <laughs> you don't just have sepsis, man. Hey, you do if you're. <laughs> what are the hand? What are the black? The last... Russ is doing the black hand signal. It's this, this one. Happened. <laughs> there's, there's this one right here. The the black. Your two fingers on the on the wrist, or you point at the cheek. <laughs> Or you point at the inside of your hand, like you do if you're this color on the outside. Like I'm telling you, bro, he's learning oh. a lot about the whites over the last four years, dog. As if we don't know enough. In Technicolor. 
about time. Dude, it's about time they learn some this. stuff about us, man. It's about it's about oh. time they learn they learn some stuff about us. Like we don't trust white people. We sh- we have no reason to. We have no reason to trust white people. We have so, overwhelming evidence that says that they cannot be there's trusted. There's no reason why. There's nothing is surprising us right now. If Trump nothing. won, if Trump won, I would be like, no. Nope, Not a nigga alive would be surprised. No, no surprise. <laughs> Not a. Not a nigga Not alive nigga would be surprised. Not one of us. God. What is it going to take, though? See, here's the here's the, here's what I want from black people, particularly, because this this is the only people I care about. We have to stop waiting for white people to, <laughs> to realize consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> Epiphany, awareness, enlightenment—it's not happening, dog. It's, it's not going to happen. Five centuries, it is dog. Never going to it's happen. Never going to happen. White people Until do. White people not, are made to suffer in the ways that black going and brown people have. They will never come never. to consciousness never. about the shit that affects people that are not them. I think every I think every single white family should adopt one black son. Hell no. <laughs> no, I, no more black children need to be in the homes of white people. I think so. That that's way, what we just talked. This, this conversation just came full circle. That's what have, fucked up Randall. We have no. <laughs> we Rebecca have, lied to his ass for thirty fucking we, nine years <laughs> about his daddy being we have, alive. We have no. No more fucking up headlines. There's no way. <laughs> no more I don't see color conversations. Yeah. No more not talking about niggas getting shot. Here's what needs to happen, if anything. But they get counsel, counsel though. They get the black kid, they get the black boy, black boy specifically, and they get counseled at the barbershop every Saturday. No, because they'll still take them back to their homes. No, 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 no. And condition them into nonsense, dog. No, no, no. They, the only they way have I see to it have happening homework. is a they, white they have to person have homework. needs to move into a black person, black family's home. Okay, and go ahead. Their slave. <laughs> white slavery. Excuse you me. Still, domestic you think, servant. You think domestic <laughs> servant. Listen, domestic servant okay. is the appropriate term for slave these days, right? And they need to be acculturated. They need to be waking up to the reality of what likes what it feels like to be treated as a second class citizen that's the only way it's going to happen because here's here's how here's why i know it's true white people legitimately lost their shit about being made to wear a mask interesting like they had to do black people had to sit in the back of the bus they had to use shitty water fountains. They had to use separate toilets. They had to order food from the back of a fucking wall of a restaurant. We got to wear masks, too. They had to sit too. in the balconies in movie theaters. We got, and we got to wear masks, too. Look at the difference. How we, we act got, and we how they act. We had a different section of the beach. You know what I'm saying? Section of the beach. People Nigga, walking in our houses. The ways, the ways that black people have made this suffer. White people can't even imagine. Can't but imagine. But they wrote it into law. That's how you know they're lying about it. They wrote it into law so they know, right. they know it's existent. Right. So... Keep thinking white people are going to wake up without going so you, through the experience. It's not okay. happening, dog. I, I think we're we're on the same. We we have we have different varying levels of <laughs> white realizations. <laughs> I think that if you get a black son, you will have the. I feel like black men are the most. They get it the most because 
people are the most afraid of them. So to either. have a That's black also son, not true. People what? are the most afraid of black women. Explain that. I don't. I, okay. I can't agree. You ready? With that. Are you ready for this? Go for it. Black women. Maybe been because the secret, I'm a black man. They've been the keepers of secrets. Keepers of secrets. For five centuries. Gotcha. They have been made to suffer in unique ways. Okay. In being not only unique. oppressed for being black, mm -hmm. but being oppressed being for women being too. women. Okay. They've been subjugated by white men, mm -hmm. white women, and black men. Every and one of those men. groups, mm -hmm. right, and black men, every one of those groups has delivered unspeakable horrors and atrocities onto black women and continue to black women have held and then continue to and black yeah. women have held these secrets and that trauma that they've experienced at the hands of us okay. and white men and white women for five centuries i can agree with that. the idea of them bringing those secrets to light terrifies them terrifies you know us and that's why black women are being destroyed by their loved ones yeah. by white police officers by white women when, when it's like, when it comes to workplaces where they're being terrorized, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I don't not know a why game, that's funny dog. to me. I don't know why that's funny to it's me. Not, look, at, like, look at something as, as, but it as is elegant true. as what happened to the school system, right? Go ahead. Before segregation, excuse me, before um, the end of segregation, black teachers were just preeminent. They were, ev they were everywhere, they were abundant. Yeah. And then after segregation, when they integrated schools, who started teaching black babies? White women, not and not but white white women teachers are like in a ninety nine percent ninety fifth percentile right now. Black male teachers almost non existent. You know what's so funny? Growing up at I think you're right though. But all of my teachers, I found out after I got out of school, my first um, elementary school teachers in Texas. I got older, and my mom was like, "You know, all your teachers were racist." Yep. And I was like, but you took their side when I was younger. Like you always will do what they say. You took their side when I was younger. They were they were racist. I don't want to get I don't want to get in trouble. And I don't want to you know get you in trouble. So did I did I tell you the story, dude? I got A's and B's though, which and I had one black teacher. It's funny. I had A's and B's first through fourth grade, and then. Uh, fifth grade, straight A's. Fifth grade, Mr. Morgan, black teacher. There's multiple reasons for that. Number one, mm -hmm. representation matters. Yep. Number two, you have to see that someone's invested in you that looks like you. Yep. Number three, it is almost cosmic, the level of attunement you have with someone who is in your group and in your community. They're yeah. they're going to be way more invested in in your welfare than anyone else would would be. That's what the HBCUs are all about. And he I f he was funnier. Like I felt like he was a better teacher. Because he, he, he was a better human being. I liked I liked him. <laughs> <laughs> no black teachers, <laughs> no black women teachers. <laughs> just oh, just the one black dude teacher, fifth grade, best grades, all through elementary school, and then went to sixth grade straight A's and then that shit fell off after that. <clears throat> but I mean, white supremacy is, so, supremacy is so obvious to me because if you look at just the spaces that white people occupy, 
that are not available or afforded more so to black, black and brown people. It's just, I mean, why is this happening if not for systemic racism? Why should mean? all of my, like, mo the, I have four children, all four of them have white female teachers. Yeah. My daughter has been in speech therapy since she was six, seven years old. Mm -hmm. All of them, except for one, white women. Um, the only times that my kids have seen a white, a black teacher has been PE. Yeah. Or perhaps music. And if with his music, it's very rarely. Um, if you look at HR, you know, officials or administrators, they're white women. If you look at principals, white men, right? If you look at police officers, predominantly white, white people, right? Mm -hmm. Um, if you if you look at presidents, <laughs> I mean CEOs, it's yeah. institutional, dog. It's not a game. So for me, it's like back to the whole reparations thing. Black people need to build their own for for our own, and we need to be given the resources that we're owed to do so from the five centuries of ancestral labor and blood, sweat, and tears that was put in place. Yeah, and I don't if think we have that opportunity we'll just watch and see how quickly and rapidly we develop this nation into one of the greatest nations on earth. And then we just need to be left the fuck alone. We need to we, be building a wall around whites so they don't fuck with us no more. <laughs> <laughs> we, de we definitely can't wait on white people. Like the, 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 it shouldn't surprise me that white people are surprised, right? That's on me. Yeah, I mean, but, white people are. We shouldn't in echo chambers. Yeah, but we shouldn't be. We definitely shouldn't wait on them to finally realize it, right? Even my, even me and my ignorance towards black women, because I'm coming from my perspective of of being a black man. Like, where the we have to deal with the most. It's not only our the fear that they have of us. It's the fear that women have of us. You know, I always attribute it, I always add that to it of, I have to be like so measured in the way that I interact with people. Mm. So I always feel like that's a, that's a part of it, but you mm. know, you take into account being a woman, you take into account being a black woman, and then you take into account just the the <laughs> I couldn't imagine being a gay black woman. Can you? Good lord. Well, you, you mad at? I would be mad at everybody. Well, here's here's I, I have a special place in my heart for black lesbians because I feel like I feel like we have a common interest. <laughs> and then of course, and but because we have a common interest, we have a shared interest. We you know we all we almost immediately have community like okay there's a space for us you know to discuss our shared interests and you know we have like similar values we can discuss these at length you know what i'm saying um here's where i am and this is this came this from some feedback from some sisters after our last podcast they said i'm tired of black men speaking for us about us when they need to be looking inside and reflecting on who they are and the choices they've made that impact us and I was like, okay. So you got some sis, feedback too. Oh, fuck yeah. 
Okay. Well, see, this it's, 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 here's, here's where I am. Interesting. I know that when, and we talked about this on the last pod, I know that when I speak, predominantly black women listen. And you said that, you know, when you speak predominantly. White women listen. White women listen. That's a nice, <laughs> nice, that's a nice wide net. You know what I'm saying? But you know what we didn't say? You know what we didn't say? We didn't say black men or black women. I mean, a mm-hmm. black man or a white man. So here's right. where we are. If black women and white women are listening to us and they see us as two men that are worthy of hearing, then we should be speaking about something that offers some level of awareness about, of self, about who we are, right? And about the work that we've done to grow to where we are, right? And then we should offer something novel, unique, or at least insightful about what our experience has been with while interrogating who we are. And I think that that's, right. that's real. I don't so, think that we don't do that, but I think that we spend a lot more time like looking out than looking in. At least that's the feedback that I've been receiving. Like but do we more internal work. We, we weren't attacking now. We were, we were actually talking about now, this is once again, <laughs> I'm talking about, I'm talking <laughs> about myself. So I'm, I'm, it may, it's probably gonna sound like an excuse, but we were talking about the things that we appreciate about women. Um, yeah, we were. I don't feel like we were talking about deep, deep enough issues, though. I didn't. I didn't realize that if we were problematic, I didn't realize it. But no, what, here's here's where what, I am, Tim. I'm not saying that. I'm not, what I'm saying. The feedback received was: it's easy to try to, you know. We were talking about fucking. Like we, we were talking are. about sex and fucking. No, we were, we're talking, talking about, about more than sex and fucking. We were talking about relationships with were black we? women and white women, predominantly. Our Maybe. experience in relationships with them. It, it was a three-hour show. Yeah, See, that's the thing, right? From our relationships. The feedback that I got was about a very specific, and this is what I this is what bothered me a little bit, right? I don't know if you got this. Speak but on it. Speak the feedback it, that I got was about a very specific part of a three-hour conversation. I don't know. How about you tell me at what point you had a problem? And maybe I can go back and listen to it and give you some perspective. Did you get that too? Did you get the whole, oh, well, you know, at this particular moment at, you know, 115, between 115 and 148, y'all talked about this. And I had a problem with that. Be specific. If you got a problem, talk about the specific part. You know, maybe I'm being defensive, but I was like, when did I talk about that? I don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea. We talked for three hours. No, but see, Tim, I hear you being defensive and you are kind of like- Definitely you know, being um, defensive. You, but, you I wanna know, but I want to know what that part was because I want to know if, if that's something that I can fix or if it's something that's deeper that I can- Here's what I offer. And I don't think you're 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 too off base. But here's what I offer. It is there's more is more than probable than in a lengthy discussion mm-hmm. I could say anything that offends someone, right? right? That someone may take issue with. Of course. And I'm willing to sit and hold space and reflect on that and dis- and discuss it. And even, you know, um, once, you know, I hear their perspective and once I'm able to, you know, determine and understand, like seeking understanding, like why a person feels that way, you know, address it and atone and even offer like, you know, my apologies, you know, for impacting somebody in a way. Definitely. But what I'm not going to do 
is look back at a conversation that happened two weeks ago, <laughs> right? When I could have the opportunity to have a conversation with you now. I'm not doing that. That's the old conversation. This is the present moment. Only Here's where I am. I will take ownership. I will, I, will, I will acknowledge what I said and I will atone for it. But what I can, and I'll be held accountable to it. But what I can't do is change it. I said it. You know, when we have these conversations, they come from honest places. And that's a, that's a very real thing. And I'm very comfortable with people having issues with shit that comes out of my mouth. Here's because I'm, I'm surprised about shit that comes out of my mouth sometimes, too. Of course, of course. But that <laughs> you know was in saying? the flow of the conversation, right? Here's what I'm trying to do, though, right? Yeah. You got feedback I didn't know about. I got feedback, right? What mm -hmm. I'm trying to do is for the people that are offering feedback, maybe maybe come up with a specific point. And because I got a I got a vague, like, I got vague feedback. And that bothered me because I was like, yo, if there's a if there's something wrong, give me some specifics. Because once again, it was a three hour conversation. I'm not talking about that one. If you got problems with that one, you can definitely go back and tell me where in there something I said bothered you or something we talked about bothered you. But I'm talking about this one now. I'm talking about right now, we have, you have an opportunity here mm -hmm. to, I'm not saying, and this, is, and this is where I have to be careful because I, it bothers me when white people, when, I, when white people say, explain to me what I'm doing. Explain, tell me. So I can imagine if I'm, if I'm, if we're having this conversation yeah. and a, a black woman, a woman, is hearing this and they go, I got to tell you, just, I got to tell you where the thing is. So, but, but tell me where the thing is. Well, he, you kind of lost me somewhere in there, but here's what I will say. <laughs> okay. Here's what I will say. Black women love black men enough uh -huh. to pull them to the side and say uh -huh. in private from love, I saw what you did. I didn't like how it made me feel. And I'd like you to do better. And for me, respect, because I know it comes from love, right? And I hear you, but <laughs> but you I'm making I'm making the I'm, I'm making the the face of like <laughs> <laughs> but here's I'm glad thing, they dog. told I'm glad they told you. I'm not above reproach, right? I'm not above being wrong. I'm you know, I'm not above, you know, I'm 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 capable of saying fuck shit. I'm capable of being, you know, ham-fisted about things and being very, you know what I'm saying, um, un, un, inelegant about things when, I, when I'm offering them in a podcast with my homie, Definitely, you know what man. I'm saying? Definitely. And, so, and so with that, I don't need this to be some, like everything is not going to pass the sniff test in these But that's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't, I don't think everything will. I, don't, I think that, you know, we may have said something tonight that, that may have bothered some people. I don't. I, I would say that it definitely wasn't. We didn't. We didn't try to. We didn't try to. But I'm going to continue to. If so, I'm going to continue to say shit that's going to offend people. Definitely. But here's where I am. I'm not above knowing that you know, hearing that I was wrong, seeking to understand, you know, where that came from and, saying, and what that no. perspective is. Yeah. And I and I'm willing to apologize in the tone. But yeah. my thing is, you know, at the end of the day, if we can't have hold spaces to talk to reflect in the interest of, you know, our curiosity and, and trying to, to grow, 
yeah. then this shit never changes. You know, yeah. I would I would rather I would I would rather say it and hear somebody else be upset about it and come tell me about it than continue to think that way because I don't think exactly. that anything that we're saying we're not saying anything derogatory on purpose or we're not saying anything to bother people on purpose. So if it does, I would rather hear somebody I would rather hear hear you hear me say it. And then, or I would rather you hear me say it and then tell me later, like, yo, what, I mean, what is that shit about? And then I go, oh, that's the, oh, I need to look into that. Here's, here's what I offer to the black women that provided me feedback. I love you. Thank you for offering me the feedback. I'm very grateful to have someone in my life that, and y'all in my life that care enough about me, you know, to hold me, to hold me accountable to what I say. And I hope that I continue, you know, to hear from you about the things that I'm offering and my reflections and, you know, to the charge of looking into self and doing some more, you know, introspection rather than, you know, trying to do an assessment of someone externally and, and perhaps even projecting, you know, I'm with that. I'm with doing that work. That's, that's yeah. part of the growth process. And I'm was, not, I'm not ashamed of what I've done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. There are things that I'm disappointed by. Um, yeah. You know, I feel like largely the conversation was in the spirit of we want to be better, in relationship with the women that we love so and we're yeah hey, we're, just, we're sharing knowledge how can we and do so i would say that the women that hurt us that had something to say about us first of all i don't think they would tell us anything if they didn't want us to grow and legit they didn't care about us enough to tell it because otherwise they just would have been like all right well <laughs> they would have left you know us alone because so i don't think women right tell i don't think women talk to people that they don't give a shit about like they do not. and they're disappointed by it. so i would i would hope that we're i think we're striving to not disappoint and i think <laughs> i'm not striving to not disappoint we did. i am going to disappoint here's what i'm saying i am going to disappoint you there are places where i'm going to be lacking there's places where i'm going to be inadequate there's places where you're going to think that i'm weak i'm comfortable with all of that shit because that makes me living a fully human authentic experience i'm not a perfect person to the song <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i have i have areas that are blind spots i have things that i need to work on i have things that i know that i'm still working through so hear me you know what i'm saying continue to offer me lend me your you know your voice and your ear um i think it's interesting that like one of the immediate <laughs> responses to this conversation is going to be people looking back to the last episode <laughs> watch that shit surge the 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 <laughs> listens for the last episode so people can frame this conversation. But I say this in you know in this in in the spirit of love. Thank you, sisters, for you know checking me and calling me to the carpet and addressing you know things that you thought were problematic and felt were problematic. I am sorry you know for for the offense and I do recognize that you know there's areas I need to grow and there's some work I need to do looking into myself. You know I don't need to speak for you, but I speak Jeez. I speak I speak for you with love and from love. You know what I'm saying? I speak of you for, with love and from love. Well, I'm glad they all had a problem with what you said and nothing I said. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I said was cool. It was all your shit. So, <laughs> well, I think the predominant feedback was was circumferencing around us speaking about what women want. Yeah, I heard. That's what I. That's the kind of the, the vibe that I heard too. And it's and it's yeah. not. It's. It wasn't necessarily off either. It was just the way that it, a lot of it was the way that it was said. Of course, of course. But that's, but that's how it's going to be said. 
Fix your glasses again. Well, to your saying. point, to your yeah, that, that makes it more um, sensitive. <laughs> to, <laughs> to your point, to your point, right? Men listening to women have a conversation about men. Like yeah. I, when I try to listen to women talk about us, I feel a way. You know what okay. I mean? Like I'm. That's not right. That's in my head. I'm like that ain't right. None of this is right. None of this is right. Or some of it is. Some of it is. So I don't expect women to hear two dudes talk about women and and we get everything right. That's not going right. to happen. Right. But we're sharing our experiences and what we think women, I don't even remember, was it, were we talking about what women want or were we talking about just what we think women, what we think women want or Whatever. Listen to the last podcast We're if you not... want to be caught up on where we are now. <laughs> <laughs> I need to listen to it, right? But I'm not. We're not gonna talk. We're not gonna sound the way you need us to sound talking about this particular topic, right? No. Here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. Because <clears throat> I, 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 I think I, it's, get... I think it's worth the attention and investment of Definitely. time. Definitely. Absolutely. I like getting feedback. Definitely. From people I love, respect, and value. Yeah. About their um, perception of me, as their, do I, and their and their understanding of me, and their, you know, frankly, their appreciation of me. Mm-hmm. And if I do disappoint you in some way, please know that I am capable of doing that, and also recognize that, you know, and that until I understand, it's really difficult for me to empathize. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not in your shoes, mm, but I don't. Yeah. But I definitely get pissed off when people speak for me. So that's where I am. I do extend compassion and empathy. I, I don't like be. when people say, like, just like we were talking about earlier. It's like, why are black men voting for Trump? What's wrong with y'all? Well, first of all, <laughs> I'm saying, yeah, I ain't vote for that nigga. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Don't put me in that box. Talk to your people. You know I mean? Like, talk who, to your boys. What people? Do your, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. I don't. I don't know so, who you're talking about. But I'm with that. But I will say, I will continue to talk. Um, very openly and passionately and fervently in support and favor of black women because those those are who I love. You know, that's who I love. Just women in general. Well, black, I, I said black women. I, I know you. I said black women. I know you. And this is why we, this is why I get the, the white woman coming down on me and, I, and that's why you get the, the black women. Not coming down on me, but that's why I get the white woman uh, the criticism and you get the the black woman criticism because yeah i mean i'm not above critique god it's come not for, a, you know, come for me yeah Please. i would i would hope anybody if i say anything that that i just i just don't like vague i like specific i could change i'm not connected to any to a lot a lot of what i say i just say it cuz i feel it in the moment <laughs> this is I how i it. think right now Okay. Right this mode. Yeah. Tell me if there is something that bothers you or something different. I think women are disappointed by us all the time. <laughs> well, I don't here, think that'll ever change. Here, here's what I'll say to that. The standards men have been consistently disappointing. Disappointing. <laughs> and we we are Let's talk about us. Let's talk about yeah, this is this is this is what they want to hear. <laughs> we have been disappointing so the fact that they can talk to us and say you didn't disappoint me that much this time but you still disappointed us (laughs) 
I think that's here's, here's why it necessarily a good sign. Because we're viewed as these men that are not as disappointing as these other men. That's what I mean. But for me, it's like, <laughs> we're all in the same group of men. You know what I'm saying? We're all in the same class <laughs> of men, you know? Um, I think that I think that the concern primarily was around uh, mm. we were speaking about relationships and offering wisdom to young people, young men, mm. Mm. right? So it's like that's how the conditioning and the grooming continues, the socialization continues. Okay. Like if you're not offering to young brothers, hey, young brother, you need to look into yourself, and you're just saying, hey, young brother, this is how you get these hoes. That could be very problematic. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, that does sound very it's not suspect. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> young brother this is how you get these hoes is funny i'm sorry man <laughs> if that's if that's what it is that ain't gonna change this is a comedy <laughs> podcast that's how brothers talk but you, you can also reframe it as women of course. the women that you attract are going to be the type of person that you are right so if you're looking to be a better you then you're going to attract better women Right, that's just how the 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 circle of life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This the, the the universal continuum works. Duh. That shit go. That shit right there. That's full circle because we were talking about my glasses earlier. The second <laughs> I got glasses and I'm looking. Oh, he wants to better his eyesight. Boom. This nigga wants to see me better. He, he wants to see would, me fully. He wants to see me. If there's a way, if he got hearing aids, I bet you hearing aids are sexy to some women. <laughs> <laughs> is that offensive? <laughs> what I'm saying is, I bet hey, you. Yo. If hey, you yo, Tim, <laughs> please do that all the time. Please follow everything you say. Is, is that offensive? Is that offensive? <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear me? If, if I don't care, but. <laughs> because because is that offensive and this is and this is where well, we don't get give a fuck. and this offensive? is where we get into the into the where we better ourselves because niggas don't listen so niggas if you listen. got hearing aids i mean you know <laughs> like that would be uh i think the the visual with with glasses i think it's it's a you look safe when you're wearing glasses you don't look Here's what I will say, ultimately. Mm. This is one of the predominant feedbacks I got about addressing women in relationships. Um, I'll tell you when what women I'm are, the, what, what a lot of sisters offered me, offered me was when women are seeking partners, they have to consider primarily their safety. And the risk, the risk that they're going to be um, you know, afforded potentially or um, exposed to yeah. by coupling with somebody. Of course. That risk could be rape or, you know, sexual violence. Yeah. That risk could be um, being impregnated. That risk could be an STI or STD, whatever you yeah. want to call it. Right. Um, physical harm, you know, abduction, kidnapping, even, even up to death. Yeah. So if we're giving a short shrift to the calculations that women make about dating, I, can under I certainly can understand and appreciate you know, why it was, you know, what we said was distasteful, right? I don't even remember but what we said. I'm, I'm, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. Ultimately, what I'm saying in the now, in the spirit I, of now is, I get I don't, it. I, I, don't, I don't disagree with any of that. I think exactly. that's, yeah. I don't remember what we said, but if if we, I hate, I hate if we did, if we 
if we said that part wrong, because I yeah, think yeah. we both we both know that. Um, yeah, yeah. But I don't think that that was. I don't think either one of us disagree with that. I think safety is number one priority for women, and during pregnancy, they want to make sure that the guy that they're with. This may be deeper inside though, but when they're with someone, they want to make sure, can he protect me while I'm pregnant? I guess what, I, I guess but, what I'm offering is... But I, I think maybe what we said may have been on the, the surface level. Not uh, here's, here's what I'm offering is like, regardless of what I said, what yeah. I would like women to hear from me now and hear from us now is I'm very invested in offering a space where women feel safe, right? And creating more spaces and opportunities for women to feel safe and empowered and where they can thrive and have joy, absent of the fear of, you know, the risk that's inherent in relationships with men. Um, and it's incumbent upon me as a man to do, to do that work within myself so that other, other, you know, the other men that I influence can see that there's a better way. It's also incumbent upon me to check and hold accountable other men for their behavior and their choices and the decisions that they make, right? So it's like, if I can make better choices, if I can, you know, hold myself accountable, if I can walk in a different way, right? If I can improve myself, then hopefully I will shine a light to other brothers that are in my circle about improving themselves. And I've seen that happen in numerous ways. Like when I went to therapy, I spoke very openly about therapy to brothers and many of my brothers in my clique started going to therapy. When I was having issues in my marriage, I talked to brothers about the issues in my marriage. I talked to them about the work that I did in marriage counseling. I talked to them about the way that I approach relationships now. And they very much you know, took part in that wisdom. When I was like, to be something, to be very like, um, uh, superficial when I started focusing on my health and my body you know what I'm saying and I got the Washington Post feature a lot of brothers reached out to me like yo how you know how'd you get how'd you put the work in what routines are you doing da, 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 da. so I get that as a man as a black man you know black men are influenced by me and that's why black women want me to be better and more mindful about what I'm offering right so I'm with that I get that shit um but again I'm not above reproach. Like this, there's, there's going to be things that I say that are going to be very disappointing. You know, there's going to be things that I do that are going to be disappointing. Think, Don't put me on no fucking pedestal. Yeah. I am not a hero. I'm not an icon. You know what I'm saying? I I will disappoint you. <laughs> do not be do not be disillusioned. I think it's I think it's difficult. You know, trying to be. I think we both want to want it to be a safe place. When I listen to the to certain podcasts, when I listen to certain things, people talking about either relationships or people talking about um, men, I get triggered. And certain times they'll go into topics, and I just fast forward through that topic. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. But I don't blame them for for being that's that's just their perspective mm -hmm. i think for us we're to your point of you know you're you're going to to say something that that might be uh disappointing our goal is to try to be funny 
and I think in that we we have the we we can we can run into some edgy topics. So we can we can talk about certain things that might come off the wrong way. So I I really think that we're we're in agreement that we're not yeah, trying yeah. to we're not trying to to say anything. I, f- I feel like what we were saying was, I-, I think the reason why we, we were approached or we-, we did have some feedback was that they felt safe enough to tell us that, legit, you know, and, and they thought we would listen. Legit. And Cosine. Def- we definitely will. I'm, I'm yep. not, you know, well, what you talking about? That's bull, that's ridiculous what you're saying right now. No. Baby, I ain't even say nothing like that. Right, right. Because <laughs> I wouldn't say that because I don't know what we said. But <laughs> if <laughs> if there was something that I was like, oh, I said, I, that's what I said? Oh, damn. All right. Well, that's wrong. You know. Again. We're both. I, I am not afraid reasonable. to disappoint people. <laughs> we're, not, we're both reasonable. People. And honestly, on the real, Tim, my goal is not always you have to, to be, be funny. My goal is to be authentic real transparent you know what i'm saying that's my goal i go back i'm also very confident in knowing that i'm funny so i'm gonna say some real shit that may be funny to some people and may offend other people but i don't give a fuck no that's (laughs) so i really don't when you add funny to it i'm telling you when funny when you add funny to it people either it depends on what they're going through it depends on what's happening in their life specifically it's i I heard literally, I was listening to it and I thought that you were talking about me. <laughs> so for me, I'm like, okay, well, I wasn't. So now where are we? You know what I mean? Oh, is it, is it, are we good now? Because you, it's fine. You, you asked me the question, I told you the answer. Now what? Now leave it there, like. Or, or no, where do maybe, we go from here? <laughs> maybe you don't. Maybe you don't leave it. Maybe you, you know, you you say to you, you say to yourself, well, what is it about that 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 bothered me? And you can tell, and you can tell me that too. Like, I don't think either one of us are, <laughs> because we're trying to be funny but also be real. I think. I don't think either one of us are above uh, approach. I think we're both gonna be. <laughs> so uh, hopefully, hopefully this part, hopefully this part gets some gets some feedback, and we get to hear if there's anything about this that's like. So y'all went on. Uh. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna do two things real quick. One, I'm gonna play timekeeper. I think we should work to keep our episodes at two hours maximum okay so we, we got like five six minutes we hit this <laughs> yeah yeah we we hit this point we hit this point and kind of and kind of i think the fact that we're so passionate about this we initially were going to talk about the election ain't nothing with really? the election ain't and, none, and, and we don't have no president we haven't had a no president, president in four years anyway we had so none. We what's the difference now we'll be fine right? <laughs> i think but i think when we when we hit the topic of women i think that we both have very um, we're very passionate about it, 
because it's it's a it's we're very passionate about women (laughs) (laughs) black women i said black women we both have daughters we both have women in our lives that we look up to mostly black and we have women heroes as women definitely as women heroes man you know i almost made a video about my old drill sergeant man because i i follow her on on facebook she's like a bodybuilder now is she Um, fine I'll, I'll, I'll show you a picture. She, <laughs> she's, I'm just saying she's a bodybuilder, dog. It's like she's, but she's a slim, but she's like a fitness model. I'm sorry, not a bodybuilder, fitness model, right? Mm. But she's my old drill sergeant, man. I've been knowing her. She's 50 now. No, almost 50. Are you trying to hit? Knowing her? No, 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 no. <laughs> she, you know, her husband is, you know. Um, but also a bodybuilder. <laughs> I just I just look up to her though. Like I look up to her as a as a mentor. I look up to her as a as a parent. And um, I've known her since I was 18 years old. Man, she's kind of molded my um, standard of living. Just being high speed. That's a military term for you know, got your shit together. Nice. Um, went to. AIT with her, she was my drill sergeant, and then she was she worked with me at the White House. So it's a very small, the army's like a real small, especially army videographers, photographers. That's a small group. So you're gonna see the same people all over the place. When did and you uh, fall in love, Tim? Where is the love story in this? When oh the love story for her? No, it's not a love story. It's just a it's more of just a appreciation for her. Admiration. Yeah, admiration for her and her and her family values and her um, strength, not just like physical, because she is she probably whooped my ass, but um, just definitely whoop your ass with them glasses on. Sheesh, I I fear I dog I worry about it, man. Motherfucker <laughs> starts some shit with me. I'm taking these glasses off immediately. Because <laughs> I don't want to get punched and then get the glass in my eye. Like I think about all of that, like. So, but yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah, when's the last time you've been in a physical fight? You know what, man? I'm in my 40s, dog. People don't want to fight. I'm realizing exactly. that. People don't want to so, fight. So why are, you, why are you still worried about that? Just, just your old brain talking. Still, I still got to, you got to be ready, man. Because you know what it is? We talked about this before. These mother, these teenagers, dog, these motherfuckers be ready to, they, they'll, They'll steal on you, dog. They'll ro- walk up to you and and pop you one. Just I'm not worried about that. I'm I'm worried about shit. Hyped up store managers thinking that they're authority figures, you know, like stalking me and and while I'm while I'm shopping during my COVID times. Those are the motherfuckers I think that I have to fight. I literally no. would have to put hands on. Those are the motherfuckers I'm concerned about. Sir, where's your mask? Them them <laughs> those people. <laughs> It ain't even them. Sir, do you need any help looking? Customers. No, bitch. Yeah. Get the fuck away from me. Yeah, bitch. yeah. I'm a whole grown adult. Shit. Sir, I need to see your ID. I'm 40 fucking one. Nah, dog. Get the fuck out of my face right now. Those are the motherfuckers I'm worried about. Sir, I might have to call the cops. <laughs> You've been loitering for quite some time. I'm waiting for my daughter. The Why are you yelling, here. sir? Though, you right. know how angry that makes me <laughs> when I'm not yelling and they ask me why I'm yelling? I'm Is like, that- motherfucker, you want to see yelling? This is what you want? I cannot fucking stand it. It bothers me, man. So many different. What we talked about? We talked about that though. White people love being the police. They do. 
They love it. They love it, they man. Love they love policing us. Um, yeah. All right. About two hours. We kept. We kept. We cut this one. But uh, I think the other thing too, just right quick, the fact that we talked about women for three, the, the whole black. time. <laughs> I think that's probably one thing that we talked for the about. Three-hour conversation. What yeah. the three hours, right? But we had this a real... is two. We had different topics. We talked about all kinds of stuff. We talked about women that whole time, bro. I don't. I don't. I think we got about a twenty-minute window. <laughs> Before I think women we deserve get, ample time and attention. I just not I think too that much. The, I think that not just two dudes talking about what women want because that <laughs> we clearly got some of that shit wrong, <laughs> and we'll continue to because you can't be everything to everybody. You can't get no. everything right. Dog. If I knew what every what every woman wanted, nigga, do you know? I wouldn't need glasses. First of all, first of all, on some real shit, I don't want every woman. No, no, no. That, of course. But the women that I do want, that's I want them to be happy. So if they're disappointed in yeah. me, then I'm mm-hmm. going to address it and atone. Yeah. But otherwise, I don't really give a fuck. Because <laughs> you know like, what's funny? <laughs> my my uh, some people some some people listen. Some one person that listened, she said she she said she liked it. So. It wasn't I got a number of women that said they liked it. I'm just talking about the handful of women that were like, "Hey, bro, I love you too much to let you walk like this." We got to talk off. We got to talk off, Mike, about this. this. I hear. Did you know? Da 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 da. This is how you hear. sound. Why don't you do? I love those folks because they're hear. real. About yeah, it. that's what I want to hear. Yeah, but I yeah, like be... this is this is this is another good talk. So I want to feel like we. Yeah, I think some, we uh, hit it. I think some we some real yeah some real conclusions. Some, I think so. Foundation. I might moments. put this one out tomorrow, man. This is what three, three pod, two podcasts for me. I might put this one out tomorrow. Nice. Maybe we'll have a president tomorrow. Shit. I think that I think we're not gonna have a president until Monday. Because I think that uh, there's like, don't the electoral in the electoral college. I think for states that are really close, the delegates have to decide, right? Yeah. I think so. So I feel like that's what's going to happen over the next weekend and maybe in the early next week, and then we'll have a president. Is it even but, close uh, right now? It's not even close right now. It's still, what's his face? But, hey. Well, Fox so News Biden. said said that Biden is at 264. Yeah. But, um, you know, Here's my thing, dog. 70 million people voted for Donald Trump. <laughs> 70 million people <laughs> voted for Donald Trump. Some of them this like This is dudes. white people's shit to own. I don't care how many not, how you could, if you add up all the black people in that 70 million, I, I bet it's not even a blip. <laughs> oh, oh, no, of course not. Of so, course not. So get the fuck out of I mean. my face with that black people shit. Yeah, <laughs> you know what that's what I mean. It's you like three more. Every Cuban in that motherfucking 70 million. Yeah. I bet you it's not even a fucking blip. So get the fuck out of my face with that shit. This is white people's thing to own. Good. Y'all support this racist because you are racist. Suck my dick. <laughs> I hope he loses and I hope he gets executed. I, hope I can't wait to see y'all lose. I hope <laughs> Robert Mueller walks up to that nigga while he's, while he's in the Oval Office. <laughs> Briefing 
uh, Joe Biden on the shit and yeah. and fucking grabs him by his ear and walks him out like like your mom. I want him to I want grabs him to that grab nigga by his ear, Mr. by the President, back of his collar, like that. Remember that black girl in South Carolina that cop threw across the classroom? That's why. I, that's how I want Trump thrown out of the Oval Office, dog. No, he's too Just fast, straight, man. manhandled and like abrasively, dog. Aggressively, too big, man. He's too big. I want to see him get. Grab you know when him. you hit a nigga upside his head and their hair gets fucked up? I want to see all that shit happen. I want to see the shirt like untucked from a from from tasseling. <laughs> You know that, dude, that dude Tussle. probably has never been punched in the face. That's unbelievable. You know if he got punched in the face. He's got such a time, punchable face. He's got such, such a punchable, punchable face. face. Tiny lips. He looks like he gets socked. He's the type of nigga to get socked. He gets uh, fucking just, socked. Oh, nigga. Rapid <laughs> like those straight up. We used to call it uh when you get <laughs> we used to make the noise. Bing! We used to <laughs> 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 Bing! <laughs> yeah, that's the name I of the podcast. To walk up to his, I want Maxine chin Waters and, and Robert Mueller to taste at it, and, and walk. Uh, I want, <laughs> we're reclaiming our time, and right. Robert, <laughs> like a Robert, quick church slap. <laughs> Get your shit together, type. I want, <laughs> I want Maxine Waters to come and pinch this nigga. You know, you know, a pinch. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a pinch. It's a peach. Where they grab your skin, yeah. <laughs> this blue suit, and then I want, I want, and twist that shit. I want AOC to walk up to that nigga and kick him dead and in, kick his him in his dick. Yeah, kick him in his <laughs> dick. Bow yow. <laughs> you know what I'm then I want Ayanna Presley to put that nigga in a chokehold, to headlock that nigga, to, to, <laughs> right. to fucking, and just start stealing on him, just uh, stealing uh, on him, motherfucker. Uh, what? <laughs> All that bullshit you was talking. What's up now, nigga? <laughs> then I want Ilhan Omar to come with a cutlass and just. Just, <laughs> <laughs> that nigga going to jail, man. Ain't no. <laughs> oh man, and they gonna be so mad. Oh, but anyway. that's my that's my liberal fantasy for today. Yeah. Um. All right. They already know where to find you, but at Russ yeah. Green at, or at Russ Jokes on IG. At Russ underscore Jokes on everything, primarily on IG. That's where it's the most fun. Yeah. That's also my preferred dating app. <laughs> Find me on Hinge. Love you, bro. Uh, all right, man. Good to talk to you, man. Love you, too. Peace. All right, so... <laughs> that was Russ Green. I don't think... I don't think we said anything. <laughs> if we did, holla at us. Let us know. Uh, at Russ underscore jokes on IG. Um, I'm Tim Miller. I'm tired. We're both tired, if you couldn't tell. So we was getting into the giggles a little bit. Um, you could hear our liberal, you know what, maybe that's the title, Liberal Dream. Anyway, thank y'all for listening, man.